Well, take out your notes for my teaching this morning. Glad to be back in the U.S. again <laughs> after 16 days in Norway. I returned on Tuesday on Norwegian Airlines. So, <laughs> and I actually, I got some of the flight attendants to smile this time. Yeah. <laughs> God is good. Yes, he is. <laughs> I do have a highlight of the trip. Uh, those of you who don't know, my wife Judy and our granddaughter Ella uh, came with me. Uh, we came together to, in the first nine days. We brought our granddaughter, showed her Norway, parts of Norway. She'd asked me back February, said, Grandpa, I'd like you to take me to Norway. And we'd done that with our other granddaughter in 2015. So, so uh, we'd fly into Oslo, and then we'd get an Airbnb in Oslo. It was wonderful. We fly to Tromsø, which way up above the Arctic Circle, where they have the midnight sun, and and lots of fun stories about being there. Uh, from there, we took a cruise ship. It's actually more like a mail, mail ship, but they made it kind of a sort of a cruise ship because they stopped at these little towns along the way. And part of the, 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 the story I have to tell you, which I still chuckle thinking about, was that I hear the announcer over the sound system, we have a special ceremony, and for all those who attend, we'll give you a special gift. Well, I am Norwegian, I like free, <laughs> free things. So I, I went and I sat there, and so she starts announcing this ceremony. She says, we are now uh, going through, whatever, crossing the Arctic Circle, and there's a little island, right? The ship goes right by it, and there's this globe, you know, kind of shows you how the sun circles, and above the Arctic Circle, we have, they have midnight sun. And she said, well, we're, we're, we'll no longer get to see the midnight sun, which means we'll, we'll be, be, be having, we'll need more vitamin D without that sun. So in Norway here, we take cod liver oil uh, to help us with our vitamin D. And so, and we have a special gift for you. <laughs> and so they had the, we stood in line and we, we all got a spoon, which which we get to keep, but we had to drink, they poured cod liver oil in the spoon. And so, <laughs> you guys are, <laughs> you're, you're empathizing with me, I can tell. But, you know, a free spoon. So, <laughs> so. Better than yeah. <laughs> so, I tell Judy about this story, and I want to get this picture a little bit. And it was fun. She said when she was, was my wife, she was two years old, she, her mother uh, gave her cod liver oil every day, and you couldn't get sweets between meals. So at, when she was two, she would go and point to the cupboard where the cod liver oil was. So her mother thinks, wow, she wants this. Well, my, little, my wife, two-year-old smart girl, she, she would always get orange juice after the cod liver oil. So she, she's willing to pay the price. <laughs> And, and then, so I'm, that's a new story that I learned out of this trip. So um, <clears throat> I'll probably share some other things, too, as we, we share together about blessing. The Way of Blessing, there's a book by that title, The Way of Blessing, Stepping into the Mission and Presence of God by Roy Godwin. He was the speaker for this conference where I uh, was also teaching for three different days. He's from Wales, 
uh, Wales, I guess, a small little country of three million people. A lot of revivals have happened in that little, uh, come out of that little area of the world. And uh, he's really a special guy, but he, he also wrote a book called The, the Grace Outpouring. And they have seen in this little retreat center people experience major healings, you know, fibromyalgia. Someone's driving up to this, this retreat place, and the closer they get to it, there's less pain in her body. And by the time she got to the retreat place, it was all gone. Uh, and, and so, I mean, and the, the big part of it is playing, praying this, this blessing prayer. And, it, and I'll teach you about it, but it's very simple. I bless you in the name of Jesus so that you may. And the basis, a big, you know, wonderful way to find that blessing or a way to do that blessing is in Psalm 20, which Gary read. There's a lot of may you experience this. May this happen to you. And so if you, my Judy actually told me this week that she, when she reads a psalm, and she looks for may, when you, may this happen, may you experience, because it's, it's really God saying, I want this to happen. It's not uh, with a question mark, maybe or maybe not, but no, may this happen. It's, it's kind of a almost proclamation, may this happen. So in your notes, I give some biblical blessings. And uh, <clears throat> I've, I've been doing blessings for a long time. And as you know, my favorite is, in, is the Aaronic blessing. I'll read in your notes. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the people of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. That was protect you. The Lord make his face to shine on you. And as you remember, I shared that there's no word for presence in Hebrew. So they were, used the word face when they want to talk about God's presence. The word in Hebrew is panim. So when you have God's face, you have God's presence. So he's praying for God's presence to shine, to smile on you, and be gracious to you. That is, when we experience grace, that we know we're special. We're God's favor, favorite. The Lord turned his face. There it is again. Turn his face toward you, his presence, and give you a peace. Peace which we just shared this morning. It's one of the best things. It's the best gift we could give you to one another. Because it's a sense that God is going to work things out. We're not sure how or when, but we have this confidence that God's working out whatever is happening in my life so I can be at peace. It's another word for rest. So will they put my name on the people of Israel, and I will bless them. And then, of course, we have the word shalom, uh, which, which is saying hi in, in Hebrew. Shalom. And peace be with you. Is Jesus' favorite blessing would be shalom after his resurrection. And these four, three different places in the Gospel of John, Jesus is saying peace be with you. Peace be with you. Then it was interesting to think about how Jesus blessed People, when he did a miracle, to the woman who touched the hem of his garment, Jesus says, go in peace. Go in peace. Be freed from your suffering. To the woman who anointed his feet, he says, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. To the raging forces of nature, he declares, peace, be still. And the wind ceased, there was a great calm. And the disciples, he said, who will carry on his work, 
Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. So this promise of peace is not just a one-time thing. It's, it's kind of like continuous blessing of peace that we can have in our relationship with God. And then a couple other blessings that we find in the scripture. Jesus ascends to, into heaven, and he lifts up his hands and blesses his disciples. So when I, that's one of the ways that often it <coughs> happens in the Old Testament. There was a lifting of hands to bless and so Jesus did that for his disciples. Jesus pronounces blessings for specific actions. In John, he says, blessed are those who have not seen with their eyes and believe you. There is a blessing for you today from Jesus. You haven't seen him like his disciples, but you believe. You've opened your heart to him. And then in the book of Revelation, there's a promise of blessing for anyone who reads Revelation. I know it's been really common as a pastor for four and a half decades that when you talk about what book of the Bible would you like to study? Revelation, and there's a real attraction to that book. I mean, it's really a challenge to read, um, but there's a blessing that goes with it and reading it to others. So, number two, Jesus spoke blessings which he receives from his Father, and he gives us authority to do the same. Jesus says, I only do, I only do what the Father tells me to do. And I, and I only say what the Father tells me to say. So when, when I'm going to teach you about blessing. Part of the authority and confidence we have to say, I bless you in the name of Jesus, that you may feel right now that God loves you, that God isn't here. Now, that... Blessing has a special authority. If I'm sensing that's what God wants to give you as a gift today when I speak that blessing. And so I'm not, I mean, if I use a scripture, I can always do that because we know that's what God wants to do. But there are some words that God's giving right now for us to bless others with. And, and I'll be teaching you about that. Here's a definition of blessing that I get from Roy Godwin. A multiplication of God's favor resulting in prosperity, fruitfulness, enjoyment of victory over enemies. Like that. <laughs> prosperity speaks of the whole person, body, soul, mind, and spirit, prospering and enjoying the favor of God, which means I am his favorite. This will bring prosperity in relationships and strong community. It will strengthen us through the hard times. This blessing, victory over our enemies, speaks of how God equips us to thwart the works of the principalities and powers that work in our communities and nations. We reign over the works of darkness. Now that's a whole lot that goes with blessings that Roy Godwin shares. Now I, this is good news for all you beloved house of God. We do not have to be a spiritual giant <laughs> to do this, right? So it's not a sign, oh, I'm really spiritual, I'm feeling really good, like I'm really whatever. It's not like I'm qualified. I have to qualify in, in order to speak blessings. And, but it's, I quote from 1 Peter 3, the message, bless, that's your job to bless. You be a blessing and get a blessing. So what you understand that we're not used to really praying this prayer. We are taught to pray in the Lord's Prayer. We know the different kinds of prayers. Petition, we pray for others. Intercession, your kingdom come. It's, your will be done. As a prayer of authority, come, kingdom of God, forgive us. We pray prayers of healing. Um, and But to pray a prayer of blessing is 
is another way we have been given to pray. And it's a prayer of speaking a blessing. And words have, words matter. And so Jesus commissioned the disciples. Here's an interesting verse about blessing. Once you enter a house, speak to the people there and say, God's blessing of peace be upon this house. And if anyone is there who shares in this peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Interesting about that, that that blessing is like a gift. And so like you're giving a gift. And if the gift is not received, you kind of get it back. So it shows you how there's an impact when we speak a blessing that it's like, and it could be not received. And so then um, that impact is lost for that person. And if anyone, and so then also in your notes, the word shalom spoken by Jesus is a declaration of peace, harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. Blessing people involves asking God to bring things to pass in people's lives that reflect all or some of the above. So there are three steps to doing a blessing. Building blocks of blessing. Here's, this is what the phrase would be. You speak the person's name or you're speaking to the house of God or you're speaking to the U.S. Uh, whatever, who are you speaking this blessing to? I bless you in the name of Jesus that you may. And then you, that's where you're listening to God, that you may have this, that you may know this. And we'll look at that some more. The first part, I bless you. So this is, this is a new, maybe new for you, but we have this delegated authority from God to speak out blessings that reflect his character. The prophet Isaiah reminds us, there's a verse, the sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. Boy, do people need to have that word when we're weary something that could sustain us when we don't feel like we don't have the strength. And he, so with that, we could, I bless you in Jesus' name with strength, that you may experience God's strength and, and lift off you. I bless you that you may have this weariness lifted off your heart or body. He awakens me morning by morning, awakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. There's an element of waiting on God, listening for a prompting of the Holy Spirit to highlight a blessing to give and speak. That would be something you sense God giving you when you're reading the scripture, wanting you to experience and know. And then if you feel that, you can make that a blessing. So this, this past week, the Holy Spirit has highlighted this verse from John, chapter 13, verse 12. And after Jesus uh, washes his disciples' feet, this isn't in your notes. Um, he says, uh, I want, uh, he says to this disciples, do you understand what I'm doing for you? After he's washed their feet. And of course, Peter doesn't understand. He didn't want to let him do it. But when Jesus says, do you understand what I'm doing for you? I read that verse of, of the heart of Jesus, the longing of Jesus for me to understand what he's done for me. Um, I told you this story, I, I think, but some of you may not have heard it. On, on a Good Friday service, there was a cross like this lying down uh, on, the, on the floor or on the 
And I laid, was lying down with my head toward the cross, with my arms out, face down, and just kind of wanting to, to really submit to Jesus, surrender to him, physically to say, you know, and by my body, I want you, I, I'm giving up to you, Lord. I want, and um, I had this overwhelming sense that I didn't realize how much Jesus loved me. It was the cross. Somehow doing that with the cross, it was like, oh, Lord, I am so sorry. I didn't realize how much you care for me. You died for me. And when Jesus tells his, asks the disciples, do you understand what I've done for you? He's really saying, oh, there's a longing in his heart today for you to know, understand how much Jesus loves you. And so part of that blessing that I gave when I did this on Facebook was in Jesus, I bless you, all my Facebook friends, that you might experience this, the Jesus longing for you to know how much he loves you and what he's done for you. So, you, so I, it's a way of taking something you're experiencing or high, Holy Spirit's highlighting and you make you, those words you use to, to bless others with. We do this in the name of Jesus. This is a long paragraph here by Roy, Roy Godwin from the book, The Way of the Blessing. I think I will read it. It's so good that I encourage you to, to kind of, you know, meditate on it. We are making it clear to the hearer, the father, and to the, uh, the enemy of our souls that we are ministering blessing under the delegated authority of Jesus. The mere recitation of a personal blessing is not what we have in mind, just speaking words. God tells Aaron to put my name on the people of Israel, and I will confirm it by blessing them. When we pray in his name, we are calling on the promise of Jesus' character. We're asking him to come, and hallow be your name, by releasing the fullness of who he is into our lives and of those around us, by causing him to be called holy, holy. We are leaning on his mercy and compassion, Part of the promise of his character releases to his, uh, this authority to us. He's the king of all kingdoms. You know, in our, in our world today, everybody kind of wanting to be in charge and nations at war and, and people wanting to, <laughs> wanting to be the president, 24 of them, or I forget how many, and, um, and the Democratic Party, but... You know, you know, it's just so comforting when all this is happening to know Jesus is the king. Whoever becomes president, they're not the king. And, and so uh, it kind of helps me rest and not be afraid or just to know he's the king of all kingdoms. Part of our commitment to him is that we call him Lord and we recognize no other ultimate authority. So he's the king of my life, the king of my heart, that great worship song. So in speaking his name, we are coming with his authority to address all that is broken or in need of renewal in the life of people, communities, our land. We speak normal words that are clothed in all of heaven's delegated authority. And Paul says it this way, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all. Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, on behalf of Jesus, by the, the authority he gives us. That's the first, I bless you, in the name of Jesus, that he may, and here's some examples. 
that he may give you life, abundant life, that you may know his protection over your mind, that he may open the eyes of your heart, that you may receive a revelation of the heart, character, and purposes of God, the wisdom he has for you. And I'm giving quite a bit now of notes, but I want it, my purpose here is we need a vocabulary to do this. We need some words that could, we can just, oh, that, seem, that seems like something I'd want to bless people with. And so we're not starting from scratch. You've got some ideas. And also, I think, you know, for two and a half years now, you've been hearing my words. So it's nice to have <coughs> someone else's words. Okay. <laughs> that your eyes may be so focused on him that other things that want to take your eyes in other directions may fall away. And that you may gaze upon his beauty, that you may have eyes for nothing but him. What a wonderful blessing. That you may be enthralled by the one who looks at you and says, you keep looking at me and I'll keep looking at you. And then this is when you can pray for healing for yourself. I my blessed by body in the name of Jesus. That my respiratory system, your respiratory system may be cleared through. That he may cause your immune system to rise up. <laughs> And that your sinuses may become clear. That's so that would, that's a good one, huh? Yeah. To pray for ourselves with you know with all the sinus infections and that. But we can speak that blessing to our bodies, to our own, and especially to I bless my in the name of Jesus. I tell and I bless my immune system that it would rise up and fight for health in my body. Number seven, Psalm twenty, which Gary read offers a great example of scripture that we can use to speak blessings over his people as it contains the word may. Now notice it's not used in a tentative sense, but in a strongly positive. This is what God desires to do way. And it's an example of declaring the blessing of God. It speaks of God's protection, plans, desires, and victory. Psalm 20 picks up the whole of our life. This, uh, this is quoting Psalm 20. May the Lord, may, notice, may the Lord answer you when you're in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he give you the desires of your heart. Make all your plans succeed. May you shout for joy over your victory and lift up the banners in the name of our God. Now, so I made a, uh, a blessing prayer out of Psalm 20. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And that would be house of God beloved today. Each one of you, I bless you in the name of Jesus that the name of God of Jacob may protect you. I bless you that you may be safe, in it, that you may be secure, that he may send you help, that he may grant your heart's desire and fulfill all your petitions. This is all Psalm 20. That you will shout joy over your salvation, that everything you cry out for, everything you seek, may be given to you by the one who loves you. This is a great one, that you may answer, that he may answer you in the day of trouble, and he may do it so clearly that you may know without any question that it is God. Huh. It's like, what is God? Oh, I know, that was God that did that for me. So I have this acrostic. As, as, as you want to explore this, you can use the acrostic for bless. Blessing, body, our labor, our work, emotional social and spiritual. So you take out your card. Spend a lot of money for these cards now. So Everybody needs a card and a pen. Raise your hand if you need a pen or, or a card. 
Thank you. So, I'd like for you. You got one? Oh, good. And you got a pen? Okay. So, I'm going to invite you to speak a blessing or to write a blessing that you would speak. And the first one, would you write House of God? So this is who you're going to speak this blessing to, your, this church, this community. And, and just so you remember, remember what you do is that I, if I bless you in the name of Jesus that you may. See if your notes, if you need to go back to remember that. Um, it's the number six in the building blocks of your notes. I bless you. You might just write that on the top. I bless you in the name of Jesus that you may or that he may do this for you. So that's how you're going to write your blessing. So this morning when I got here around 8.30, I sat down and wrote a blessing for house of God. I bless you in the name of Jesus that you may increase in hesed, God's sticky love and confidence. So that will be... That's an example of blessing your your church, your people, okay? So then, these are, in a minute, I'll give you a chance to, so the next one you're going to do is to Sean, okay? And this is what I said, I bless you, Sean, it would be Sean, you start with the person's name, I bless you. In the name of Jesus, that you may have, that you may be embraced by the tender, that you may be embraced by the tender mercies of our Lord, our Lord Jesus. Receive the healing for the attachment pain by Jesus or Emmanuel's loving presence. Okay, if you. You would like a uh, third one you can do is to bless if you're married, spouse, or if you want to write a blessing to me or write to a friend, that would be the third blessing that you. So if you need some help and what you would do for the blessing, you can see my notes, uh, especially that he may, but or for Psalm 20 gives you some ideas. Have any questions? Holy Spirit, would you help stir in our hearts something that we could speak, a blessing that we could speak to to one another? Does anybody have a question on what I'm asking you? Okay, I'll give you some time. 